Now, if you're tuning in and wondering what we're up to, we're visiting with New Brunswick artists Ray Legere and Janet Crawford, and they're showcasing a brand new project that celebrates the 150th anniversary of the arrival of the Transcontinental Railroad. And that linked British Columbia on our west coast with Atlantic Canada on our east coast. And that was a commitment that the nascent Canadian federal government made to Canada's regions in order to forge a nation back in 1867. And with this, we'll return to my conversation with Ray and Janet right now. Big men with words to brag and to take. You know, it's just out, so you really haven't had uh, much of an opportunity to to promote uh, the album. I mean, and we're in the middle of COVID. Boy, that sure makes it uh, difficult. Uh, how how are the two of you coping with all of this? Well, it, it is a, it is a pretty tough for uh, for a musician and uh, well, and small businesses. You know, you just don't have the 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 people coming through like Janet. Uh, she has her. Uh, uh, art uh, shop, they're the paintings and and things, and so you don't have the the people coming through like you would normally have. Uh, hopefully, she does have enough uh, to to keep the the business going because I know there's a lot that uh, have not been in, uh, so successful. But uh, as a as a full time musician, I just saw on Facebook a, a picture of uh, people swimming in a pool. And, uh, of, of course, the big businesses, they're on top having fun, smiling, and, and the musician is underwater, uh, <laughs> sunk to the bottom. So so that's pretty much where it's been. I, I have been pretty uh, lucky, I have to say, in the, uh, the TV show that I, I do each uh, each year. They were able to, even under the COVID uh, restrictions, uh, they managed to get a show uh, on the air. So, um, that being said, that's that's part of my a big part of my income for the, for the year, really. Wow! And uh, so, luckily for that, and I have my studio. I've been doing sessions still for uh, people across uh, the United States and, and the world. I, some of the sessions I do is it's unreal where where they come from, uh, names I can't even pronounce. So, but as long as they like what I'm doing and uh, everything's uh, um, every every little bit helps. Put it so you're 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 still quite busy. I'm still I I can't say real busy because of course the people that record are the musicians that are out of work. Right. So, so yeah. they they don't have the funding and money either. Uh, I try to keep myself busy here because I've been doing a a COVID video um, session every now and then. I'm up to number twenty three right now uh, <laughs> on my uh, YouTube site. Uh, so I have. Uh, I have my studio. I got into, you know, learning learning that just to keep myself amused, I guess, and working with a green screen and adding my own backgrounds and uh, trying to come up with uh, different uh, ideas, I guess, uh, to to learn the video programming as well as uh uh making the music interesting. And uh, on most of my videos I have uh, five of me on on stage. <laughs> playing so there's there's ray and ray j and rp and raymond and lonnie ray it just keeps me amused and keeps me uh, busy because uh, uh you can get into a great depression uh from from 
a pandemic like this. So, well, you could, and people are. Uh, and, exactly. Uh, boy, so. our hearts go out to uh, to people who uh, are having to to wrestle with depression. It's uh, it's it's in in many respects a pandemic worldwide. That's mm-hmm. correct. Yeah. Uh, now then, if if people wanted to get a copy of uh, this uh, terrific album, how would they? How would they? What's the easiest way for folks to to access the album? Well, I guess uh, the if they want want the uh, MP3 download, uh, of course they can get in get a, in touch with uh, well, it's on all the iTunes and Spotify yeah. and all that. Uh, but if you'd like a hard copy, which which is the artwork is uh, really well done, and Janet can talk to you more about the artwork uh, done with her by her friend and uh, but but it's really neat to see the pictures and, and the layout and and the the story uh, in the back and and stuff like that so you can get in touch with either one of us uh, via email and uh, from our website actually uh, mine is raylegier.com and uh, mine's janetcrawford.ca can't beat it there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, and I'm glad you mentioned that, Ray, because I usually, uh, when I'm talking about an album with, with folks like yourselves, I like to urge people to go and get the, the original album because uh, uh, this, is, and this is a perfect example of, of a really well-put-together album that has lovely artwork, <coughs> love, and terrific liner notes, informative liner notes, and for people like me who need that information, uh, I find it especially useful. I, I'm just not a fan of that. Downloading. Uh, so whenever I, I can, I, I, I like to access, uh, you know, access the, the real deal. And the real deal is a, is a lovely album. And I would urge folks listening in today to just go up on the website and take a look at this album and you'll, you'll want a copy. And so that's how you can get it. There you go. That's my story. And I'm not Thank going you. to deviate from it. <laughs> yeah, we, can send, we can send them out quite easily. <laughs> there you go. In the Pines. There's a traditional number. Uh, Ray, you want to speak to this? Well, sure. Um, Janet, uh, since we've been working in the studio, and uh, she, she, of course, knows of my bluegrass background, she's always wanted to say, "How, how do you sing bluegrass?" And <laughs> and uh, she she wanted to wanted to try her hand at at uh, a song that you know has a, uh, some bluegrass influence. Um, now, mind you, this song's been done so many different ways. So uh, we we tried to incorporate a little bit of uh, both, and uh, of course the the dober works nice in this one, and the fiddle. And uh, um, do we have? Uh, I can't remember if we had banjo on this one, but but uh, it was just a nice, a simple arrangement again, and uh, tried to incorporate the the emotions of the song and the the sounds. And uh, so it, I I believe uh, it turned out really nice, and uh, Janet did a bang up job. Yeah, it's a good song. I and Ray brought that to the idea. He brought that idea to the fore, um, and I'd heard the song a number of times, but I'd never really listened to the song. And then when we started thinking about actually incorporating it into the project, um, it just seemed like such a perfect fit. So yeah, and I'm glad we did that. It's a good one. <laughs> Line. The 
This is Tim Stafford of Blue Highway, and I'm just here for Ron Moore and his Sounds Atlantic podcast. 
program that features acoustic-based music from artists from Canada's Atlantic provinces. That's Newfoundland, Nova Scotia, New Brunswick, and Prince Edward Island. Ron's the best in the business. The corporal fought the coyote and sued. for springs to Kansas Clay. That's In the Pines, everybody, and it comes from the uh, terrific album we're talking about, The Day the Train Pulled Into Town. We're talking about the town of Sackville, where both Ray and Janet live and uh, are both located today as we speak. Uh, the, Janet, the long-legged cowboy, I, I've gotta, I, I can't resist asking you how this fit into the project. This is one of your compositions. <laughs> Well, Ron, let me tell you. <laughs> now you're on the spot, boy. <laughs> well, I've actually worked on, I was working on Long-Legged Cowboy for a couple of years. And there was something about watching old black and white westerns when I was a kid. Loved them. And I remember there'd be some kind of a thing where somebody, a posse, said, you can't, uh, you can't follow a trail in the rain. Yeah. And I thought, wow, that's a great line. Yeah. Yeah. So I was working on this long-legged cowboy, and I didn't have it quite finished, and I wasn't quite sure where it was going to go. And then all of a sudden, there's the train project, and it seemed so appropriate to incorporate or to move. I suppose it was more an, an, uh, uh, an idea of taking the song and shifting it into the train concept. And to me, it works. And we had a lot of fun with this because, again, it's that it's that up-tempo kind of swing, you know, thing. And I just I love that music. And Ray is so good at interpreting that music. And, of course, all of the friends that he brought in to add to the tracks were just outstanding. So I was so excited with the way that that turned out. And the neat, the neat thing about it is when when you're writing the words to a song and, and you're not sure of a, uh, instrumentation or... So following through from hearing the lyrics and changing the lyrics and, and then, uh, okay, what can we do with the rhythm of this and uh, knowing Janet, like the uh, the swing, the old-time swing sound, and say, well, let, let's try that on this song. And uh, it just seemed to come together uh, nicely. And, uh, of, of course, I love that old swing uh, music as well. And, um, yeah, we had some great uh, players on there with the steel guitar and the uh, electric guitar, of course, with George Hebert and Jean-Guy Grenier on the steel. So, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's great music. And it goes like this. Long-legged cowboy rode into town and knocked all the girls off their feet. He didn't say much, spoke with his eyes, the color of waves in the heat. The rain has taken all of the signs, leaving only the story to tell. Without a legend to mark the spot, no one recalls where they fell. It's hard to hear the truth in the wind You can't follow a trail in the rain When a man can burn a hole in your heart And that heart just can't take the strain Heart like a runaway 
The Long-Legged Cowboy, everybody. And we're working our way through the album here. Take Me With You, Janet. Would you speak to us about, uh, mm-hmm. about that song? Yeah, now that piece was done specifically for this project. <clears throat> and again, uh, you know, trying to get my head sort of into the sort of train ideas, I started thinking about all of the photographs that I had seen over the years of people using trains. Because trains you know, either bring people in or they take people away. You know, they introduce a new adventure like a trip or a whatever, or they they complete or finish a trip. And so I started thinking about all of the different environments, you know, where people have used the train as a vehicle, both figuratively. Um, and there was a photograph taken here in Sackville uh, during the war of the young men leaving to go to war and the platform is full of people and there's girlfriends and mums and dads. And, and I started thinking of also the, the train station as a place where young university students from all over Canada would take the train to come to Sackville. 
and they'd get off the train, the first thing they would see of Sackville was a train station. And that would be the beginning of their new adventure. So <clears throat> Take Me With You sort of came out of that, which is obviously a, a, you know, a person-to-person response. Uh, but it could be seen and interpreted as, you know, uh, lovers or parents and children or it's kind of open-ended that way or that's how, how, how I wrote it. When I wrote it, that was the idea. But it's, uh, it's, that's the whole idea. Yeah, yeah that's a lovely lyric. Let's take a listen to Take Me With You, Everybody. It's all about what we're talking about. you 
That's Take Me With You, and it's on the album The Day the Train Pulled Into Town. Boy, it's a special project celebrating uh, a, a monumentally important event for this country. All about the uh, building of the railroad that uh, linked uh, uh, the Atlantic provinces with the rest of Canada. And, of course, that was part of the Confederate deal, the deal in the mm-hmm. Confederation, where, right. uh, where Atlantic Canada was lured into the, the, into the deal by, uh, by the building of the railroad, the linking the, the two economies together. And, of course, Newfoundland would come along later on and be promised uh, linkages with the ferry. Uh, I won't go into that story, but um, <laughs> sometimes the federal government is a little lapse in its treatment of the outlying parts of this country. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. <laughs> there you go. But this is a great story, and it's a wonderful album. And uh, boy, I hope everybody listening today will enjoy it, spread the word. And we're not done yet because we're going to go on to a song that's. Uh, that's written by, I think, probably the top bluegrass songwriter this country has ever had, ever developed. And he's a good friend of yours, Ray. Uh, we, uh, I've always enjoyed having him on the show. Uh, he's an outstanding artist, performer. Um, he's Michael O'Reilly, and he's written a song that, boy, everybody can relate to that loves trains and and uh, and watches them disappear. And I, I meant to ask you, by the way, are, are the uh, the tracks that we're talking about in your instance? They're still there. That train still runs on it. But there okay. there are rails all over the country that have disappeared. And when when mm-hmm. I go out this afternoon, I'm going to be uh, skiing along uh, a track that used to be uh, a trail that used to be the Ottawa Gatineau Railway that was built in the late 1800s from Ottawa to Manawaukee. And uh, sadly, it's it's gone, and so is the steam engine. So Michael has uh, written about uh, the 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 sad disappearance of the railroad. Uh, Ray, I'll turn this over to you to talk about it. Well, the interesting thing about this song is uh, uh, Mike O'Reilly was actually at my house doing some uh, demo work, some other songs that uh, he wrote. Uh, I had to pick about uh, you know a half a well a dozen. Uh, I can't remember how many we did, probably 16 of his songs, and I had to choose out of 100 or so. Yeah, he writes so many songs. And uh, so we we, uh, demoed a whole bunch of songs, and I said, Mike, I said, uh, would you be able to write me a song about the trains? And uh, when he went back to his room that that evening, the next morning, he came back with with this song. (laughs) And... um, the the intention was not for me to sing it. <laughs> I, wa- I wanted Janet to sing it, and uh, but anyway, I, I ended up singing this song myself on the uh, the project, and uh, yeah, it's about <laughs> about, the, uh, about the trains or a romance song uh, uh, connecting uh, the sounds of the train and the uh, the trestle and uh, just growing old and. Uh, and uh, the dis- disappearance of the the trains in, in certain parts of the, the country. So I, I just think uh, Mike's Mike's writing is just so great, and uh, um, you uh, you can vision vision everything he writes about, which is great. And Janet does the same thing. Uh, has a nice story, nice movie that you can actually see what what's uh, happening in the song. Yeah, it's a trick. Boy, it's a it's a it's a wonderful art, and I mean art. It's a writing. I can't say this enough. Writing an uh, writing a song that endures is a really difficult thing to do. 
And uh, boy, Mike. Well, Mike, uh, Mike uh, is uh, pretty, pretty great, and uh, I've been uh, pretty lucky over over the past uh, twenty years to be uh, associated with him and uh, touring with him, and uh, especially touring because he's such a historian of of anywhere we went. He just knows what what's what's been happening in the, the different parts of the world, and um, not not necessarily musically, but. Uh, uh, just great history and a great learning experience for me. And uh, musically, of course, uh, I, I just love his songwriting. That that's been taken up by like Rhonda Vincent, Del McCurry, uh, Doyle Lawson, uh, uh, Dan Paisley, Charlie Waller even sang his veteran song. Uh, they're wonderful songs. They are so, and uh, it's a delight that you have one of his on here. We'll take a listen to Goodbye Old Railroad. We'll come right back. Let's walk down by the river Like we used to do Back in the days of our childhood Back when our love was Sit underneath the trestle and listen to the train roll by with click giddy clack as it went down the track. I swore to you my love would never die. Now that I'm old, my hair is all turned gray. I love you as much as I did yesterday. You've always been my darling and stood by my side Through happiness and sorrow when we laughed and when we cried But the trains don't run like they used to The trestle stands alone In the still of the night in the pale moonlight No more will we hear that whistle Now that I'm old My hair's all turned gray I love you as much As I did yesterday You've always been my darling And stood by my side Through happiness and sorrow When we laughed and when we cried Sing love so 
sweet song Now that I'm old My hair's all turned gray I love you as much As I did yesterday You've always been my darling And stood by my side Through happiness and sorrow When we laughed and when we cried So goodbye to you Hello folks, my name is Anita Best and I'm a traditional singer living in Grossmoor National Park in Newfoundland. You happen to be listening to the fabulous Sounds Atlantic with the effervescent and debonair Ron Moores. How lucky are you? I'm the one that you've been watching all night Walk me out to where the lights are dim Give me something to remember To forget about that's Goodbye Old Railroad, and that's a Michael O'Reilly composition, and it's on the album, The Day the Train Pulled Into Town, and holy cow, I've run all the way down to the last track, and it's all about this train. Who's going to talk about <laughs> this train? <laughs> well, go ahead, Janet. You brought this one uh, again to the table, and uh, it was just a lot of fun to do this uh, and try to try to get a an interesting uh, arrangement to it uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to kind of take take a, take us home, I guess, <laughs> at the end of the uh, CD project. Well, you know, it's a song that I've heard forever, um, and you hear, you know, gospel singing. Uh, you know, it shows up in gospel songs, it shows up in folk songs, it shows up in bluegrass songs, and uh, it's just such a niche song. And it's very, really, I always see this as being an um, an instrumentalist song. I mean, there's so much you can do in this song uh, with, with various instruments, and because um, the vocal's pretty basic, it doesn't really, other than the fact that it has way too many words in it. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, but we, we sat down, and it, you know, I think, Ron, it comes down to the whole um, enjoyment of collaborating, and I love to collaborate. I know my shortcomings. I know what I can do reasonably well, and I know what I don't do well at all. And so I'm very happy to sit down with someone like Ray. I mean, I'm delighted to work with Ray. And, you know, ask for help. Ask to say, okay, where can we go with this? So, you know, um, you can take a simple melody, uh, a traditional song, and sit down and say, okay, now what can we do with this that makes it feel just a little bit fresher, a little bit of ours? And uh, Ray started with the guitar playing and it came off kind of, what did we used to call it, Ray? Kind of uh, um, gritty or bluesy or something. And we started having some fun with that. And, uh, we wanted it swampy. swampy. That was the word. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 oh, I said, oh, that sounds really swampy. Let's go there. <laughs> and so we kept, you know, sort of playing off of this. And like I say, it's it's an instrumentalist song. I mean, what they've done with this song uh, is just really fun. Um, and then Ray had the idea of uh, doing a tempo change, which I think was a perfect idea. Uh, but yeah, that's for me, that's, it's that collaboration that is really, um, you know, really special. 
And when you say instrumentally, I mean what you did with the vocals too. I mean you're you're improvising. You're you're coming up with interesting ways of uh, keeping, you know, not keeping that exact same uh, phrasing all the way through. And and uh, you know that that's a big part of it too. So instrumentally and vocally, and and of course uh, speeding it up at the end. It, it was a way of incorporating everybody that was on the project. Sort of to join in on the on this last train ride. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're going to uh, go out with uh, this train, but just before I do, I want to say a great big thank you to you, Ray, and and you, Janet. Lovely meeting you on the phone here, and I hope this will be uh, just the beginning of of more collaborations. When you have something else to write, uh, either one of you to play, do let me know, and, and we'll make sure we do this again. I would like to uh, send out a big thank you to uh, Bill Bridges, who I worked with with uh, the John McDermott Band, and he did um, he agreed to do the arrangement of a couple of songs on this project, uh, so I could add uh, a violoncello, I, I guess, or uh, um, I have octave strings on my viola, so it gave me a chance to to. to try that uh, on a recording and uh, Bill is just an amazing arranger and I think he came up with some uh, great lines, great hooks and uh, great uh, uh, emotional sounds for this project including the uh, flute uh, played by Karen Orell and uh, yeah it was, it was just a, a great project and, a, and um, I, I really appreciated Bill agreeing to do the arrangements on these, uh, these pieces. Fantastic. Thanks thanks for doing that, uh, Ray, and uh, thanks for thanks for making time for this. Thanks, Ron. Thanks for your time. Thank you, Ron. That was a it's a pleasure always. All righty, here we go with this train. This train is bound for glory, this train This train is bound for glory, this train This train's bound for glory Don't carry nothing but the righteous and the holy This train bound for glory, this train This train don't carry no gamblers, this train This train don't carry no gamblers, this train this train don't carry no gamblers, no hot town women or midnight ramblers. This train carry no gamblers, this train. Well, this train is bound for glory, this train. This train is bound for glory, this train. This train's bound for glory, don't carry nothing but the righteous and the holy. This train bound for glory, this train. This train don't pull no liars, this train This train don't carry no liars, this train This train 
hypocrites and no high flyers. This train carry no liars. This train, this train is bound for glory. This train, this train is bound for glory. This train, this train is bound for glory. Don't carry nothing but the righteous and the holy. This train. Bound for glory, this train. This train is bound for glory, this train. This train is bound for glory. This train, this train's bound for glory. Don't carry nothing but the righteous and the holy. This train, bound for glory. This train.
Hey folks, it's J.P. Cormier here, and you're listening to my old buddy Ron Moore on Sounds Atlantic. That's the conclusion of episode 124 of the Sounds Atlantic podcast. Hope you've enjoyed our visit with New Brunswick artists Ray Legere and Janet Crawford. And thanks to every one of you who has taken the time to listen in to this podcast. And thanks especially to my American cousin guest last week, and that was Tim Stafford, who so kindly spread the word among his legions of followers. And of course, to all of you who have been listening in from across Canada, the U.S., the U.K., Germany, Denmark, Ireland, the Czech Republic, Russia, Slovakia, and Sweden. And welcome to all of you who have tuned in to our 10 most listened to cities, and they are now Cornerbrook, Newfoundland and Labrador, Halifax and Sydney, Nova Scotia, Hamilton, Ontario, Calgary, Alberta, Port Coquitlam, British Columbia, Dublin, Ireland, Renders, Denmark, Munich, Germany, and Barking, England. And thanks also to our many new listeners, They've been tuning in from all over the world, including Sydney and Lower Sackville, Nova Scotia, Blountville, Johnson City, Kingsport, Knoxville, and Bristol, Tennessee, as well as Bristol, Virginia, and Wise, St. Paul, and Richmond, Virginia, Clemens, North Carolina, Blue Ridge, Marietta, Statesboro, and Atlanta, Georgia, Windsor, Oshawa, and Coburg, Ontario, Galanta, Slovakia, Colding and Aarhus, Denmark, Corby, Faversham, and Islington, England, Norwood, Ohio, Lilienthal, Frankfurt, and Lower Saxony in Germany, Hialeah Gardens, Florida, Stockholm, Sweden, Boston, Massachusetts, Noyon, Haute de France in France, Sparta, New Jersey, Appleton, and Macon, Wisconsin, Castle, California, New Rochelle, New York, and Flatbush in Brooklyn, New York. Lake Stevens, Washington, Albany, Oregon, and Sparta, New Jersey. Man, it's really wonderful to know all of you have been tuning in. Hope you'll stay with us and keep on listening. Spread the word, too. And do subscribe to this podcast for free, which you'll find is a more convenient way to assess this, access this every week. And that reminds me to tell you that in view of the worldwide attention to the revival of she Sea Shanties... <laughs> that's now happening all over the world. I'll be having a couple of guests coming in here to visit, talk about sea shanties. Boy, they're experts in the field. They are Jim Payne and Fergus O'Byrne from Newfoundland and Labrador, and also down the road a visit from four storytellers from Newfoundland and Labrador, and they call themselves from stage to stage, as well as a new Labrador band called Silver Wolf. So look out for that. This podcast is supported by CKCU 93.1 FM in Ottawa, where I also host The Back 40, now celebrating 30 years in your ears every Saturday at noon. And Sounds Atlantic is also broadcast thanks to radio program host Anita Best on VOBB 95.9 FM in Norris Point, Newfoundland and Labrador, every Wednesday afternoon. And until next week, I'm your host, Ron Wars, urging you to keep on the sunny side. Stay respectful of yourselves and your neighbors and loved ones. And uh, thanks so much for listening. We'll see you back here soon. Bye.